You have reached the offices of Dunder Mifflin Scranton. Currently, the entire staff is out doing the Michael Scott DMS MPMC Rabies Awareness Pro-Am Fun Run Race for the cure. Leave a message. Awesome. How are you, Haley? Um, I'm good. I am enjoying this very natural conversation that we're having. Uh, it's totally natural. Oh, oh, how do you uh, say it? Au natural? Au natural? Au natural, baby. With a finger gun. <laughs> oh, say it. Say say the thing you want to say. Bada bing. And I can't stress this enough. Bada boom. <laughs> Oh, oh man, so I love good. the I love the internet. For everyone who doesn't understand what that is, which is probably one hundred percent of you, it's like a BuzzFeed <laughs> meme, and it just like touched my soul. And I feel like I'm gonna say it for a while. So just just letting you know, it's you not some are. like cool joke that was on like a Netflix show. It's just something that this was isn't on just a phase, mom. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. The book that we have read for you today is Their Eyes Were Watching God by Zora Neale Hurston. And it was published in 1937, and it is considered an African-American feminist classic. And I know that that's like a really intense title to put to a book, but it really is a great book. I really like it. Yeah, like calling it an African-American feminist classic is probably like really intimidating to people, but it's overall just a good story. It just And it, it has... Really it like sneaks in like, oh wait, this is actually about feminism and treating people well, and that's great when you can have like a real life lesson along with a love story. Yes, oh, it's so good. It's like one of the um, my favorite books that I read in college. Like it was required reading for this English class that I took, and I was like, thank you, teacher, for having us read this book because that's always the best. Because it's not that long, but like we discussed before, we read it. It might take you a while to get through because of the dialect is written in. It's a little difficult yeah. to understand. You have to read it out loud at some points or you will miss things. <laughs> yeah. There there were, I have to say, I didn't find it that hard, but maybe it's just the way my brain works. Mm-hmm. It's like everything I read, It's I have to say it in my head. Yeah. So, I don't know. But, yes, there were some words where I was like, I literally don't know what that's supposed to be. Yep. Like, it does not bear resemblance, so I'd have to Google it. But Yes. But it, that so, makes it fun because it makes you more invested in it. Yeah, and you're, like, learning about the book. Uh, it's, yeah. Uh, it's good. Okay. And um, what was it? The thing that I, like, wrote down, I was like, in it are nuggets of beautiful prose about love and life. Like, it just... She just, like, slides them in yeah. there at the end of paragraphs, and I'm like, oh, whoa, what? Deep. Yeah so good okay and give me a second i'm like picking up my Ooh, for those of you a quick uh little insight into our podcasting podcast podcasting (laughs) process i'm currently in my car at starbucks utilizing their uh wireless internet it's great yeah yeah okay so the main character is Janie, and she wants love overall, and she wants to blossom. Um, there's a lot of blossom and flower imagery, 
And she wants to be loved um, for her blossoming, is what I wrote, which doesn't really make sense. But basically, she wants to be appreciated for who she is and being herself and being her full self and not having to, like, be put in her place, basically, which is something that she faces over and over again in the novel, Mm -hmm. um, which is part of the big feminist theme in the book is that she just wants to be her own person. Mm -hmm. And even though she wants love, like a lot of people think, oh, women just want love. They just want husbands. Um, It's a lot deeper than that. And her best friend is Phoebe, who she meets when she's married to Joe or Jody. Um, And they were friends for a long time, like 20 years before Janie goes off. And Phoebe seems just like a good, solid friend. Um, She welcomes her back when she comes back. She wants to know why she left, but she treats her well. Um, And then there's her grandma, also known as Nanny. She wants the best for her, but she's pretty strict. um, And she expects her to get married to someone who's well off. Um, And that kind of does damage. And then there's her mom, which it, like, barely talks about her mom. Um, It kind of implies that she wasn't really there for Janie. And um, Janie is the product of rape. So um, her mom is just kind of a victim. Um, And then there's her mom's rapist, who I think it might name him. It might say his name or at least his occupation. But he's just kind of an evil white man who I think was passing through the area. And... um, raped Janie's mom, so that's Janie's father, um, which is commented a lot. Um, Janie's complexion is commented a lot because she's part white, and that's why. And there's Logan, her first husband. He's just kind of bland, um, simple, doesn't really have a lot of depth to him. And then there's Joe, or Jody. He is controlling. Um, at one point, she describes his gut as like, domineering like (laughs) like a part of his body is like she characterizes it as control like as who he is like his gut represents who he is which I thought was interesting like you kind of picture the dude in a business suit from like the 1920s with a big old gut underneath Mm -hmm. and he's like sitting on a pile of money that's kind of how I picture (laughs) Joe yes um Yeah, and he is very passive-aggressive, and it says in the novel multiple times when they get in fights, like, he just wants to hurt her the way that he feels hurt. Mm -hmm. Um, So I do think that he loves Janie, but he's just really petty, and he just cares about money and image. Um, And he does not let Janie blossom. Yeah. So let her blossom. Exactly. Then there's there's, uh, Tea Cake, who is very loving, very passionate, um, but he's very flawed. Um, he does beat Janie, I think only at one point that I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, it counts. Still and counts. It's, <laughs> <laughs> and it's pretty uncomfortable to read um, because he gets so jealous at the thought of her going off with someone who she has never expressed an interest in mm-hmm. that he beats her. And yeah. so he's obviously possessive Mm -hmm. just like everyone else is trying to be possessive over her but the difference is that he tries to fight that and he lets her be herself and like the first time they meet they play checkers together and before that nobody ever let her play checkers with the men it's so and then after that it all changes for her yeah so he kind of shows her 
hey, you're a person too, and what's the big deal? Why can't you play checkers? Exactly. Um, I will, I so think he I, never... I think I highlighted that, and it was like no one had yeah. asked her to play checkers before. And that sounds like such yeah. a simple thing, but when you're reading it, you're like, no one included her like a person. And this guy yeah. just comes along and does it, and it's such an important thing for her. It's so good. Yeah. It's like he doesn't even have to think about it. He's like, yeah, why wouldn't you be included? Yeah. And their romance is definitely, like, very, uh, what's the word? Like, it's traditional because he's a man and she's a woman and Mm -hmm. they fill those roles. But at the same time, they have fun together. Mm -hmm. Like, they are friends with each other, which I think is really cool. Yeah. Um, And they do have a really deep connection. So, tea cake, overall, loving, but flawed. But flawed. Which is, like, what we can expect from humans we're not the greatest but we try so yeah i don't think he's evil because he hit her i just think uh if it were a modern day romance um they would definitely go to counseling oh yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) definitely uh so good so good though um okay and uh what was i gonna say about jody um like at sometimes i feel bad for him because he just doesn't understand like how to express himself yeah. And, like, if someone had told him, be like, it's okay for you to be upset at something. Yeah. And it's okay for you to not, like, be upset at Janie because of it. Like, it just, I don't know. I feel he just needed some good conversations with friends. Yeah. And the thing is, he had such an issue with pride. Mm-hmm. It was just never in the cards for him to be yeah. vulnerable. Yeah. So, It was all to him about being the big man, being respected. And when Janie undercut that respect, that was, like, the ultimate Mm -hmm. slap in the face for him. Yeah, yeah. So, which I was really happy that she did. So, because I was like, like, he needs it. He needs it. Okay. And so. And then it killed him. And then it killed (laughs) him because he was so bitter. (laughs) Bitter shriveled up a little heart. Oh, gosh. Okay. We're going to get to it. I have the plot. We will talk about it. Okay. And so she talked, so Haley talked about Phoebe and Janie. So that's the very beginning of the story. Uh, they like Janie is coming home for being gone a long time. She goes to Eatonville, which is where she lived with like 20 for like 20 years with Jody. And it's like an all black town in, uh, I think near Florida, maybe ish in the South somewhere. Um, is it not in Florida? I think it is in Florida because she grew up in a town in Florida. And then they went yeah. to the Everglades. So it's somewhere there. And Phoebe is, like, on the front porch. She, like, makes Janie some food. And it's like, uh, hey, Janie, how's it going? I missed you. People are uh, talking about uh, why you've been gone and what happened to you and tea cake. And so Janie's like, I will sit down and tell you the entire story. And then you can tell everybody else because I don't really want to talk to everybody about it, (laughs) which I'm like a good way to disseminate information. And so like Janie starts at the very beginning of her life. Like she talks about what Haley was talking about before. Uh, Her nanny is the one who raised her and her nanny grew up in slavery and her like master had like raped her. And then she had Janie's mother. And then at she like ran away because the wife of the master was like gonna kill her and she was gonna sell Janie's mom and so she ran away and hid out until slavery was over and then the same thing like the pattern like kind of happened again with Janie's mom and it was really sad and then her mom just kind of 
ran off. And so her nanny raised her with like four or three other like white children. And so Janie was like, uh, she always wore nice clothes and she lived in a nice house and her grandma tried really hard to provide for her, which made her kind of an outsider among other like black children. And so, and then of course her nanny has this mindset that she needs to find someone to take care of Janie. And so Janie's like, I think she was like 16 and she like is discovering herself and kind of like her sexuality. And so there's the quote about the pear tree. Let me see if I can get Mm. it. I think it's like 13, page 13. Okay. So like she was like just hanging out outside and uh, thinking about this pear tree and she's like oh to be a pear tree any tree in bloom with kissing bees singing of the beginning world and so she was like imagining herself being this beautiful tree that's like blossoming with like flowers and it's just a beautiful like thought and then so like spurred by that imagining of like love and romance she like randomly kisses this guy named Johnny who's like the same age as her her grandma like happens to see it at the right moment and then she gets really upset and she's like well I guess you're a woman now I have to get you married to someone and so she marries her to this guy named Logan and he's just like this well-to-do farmer who doesn't really need a wife as much as he needs like an apprentice or like a person to work (laughs) with him and so that's basically Mm -hmm. what happens and Janie's like really upset because she had this like grand idea of what marriage was and she's like, Logan, what was it? That quote was like, Logan was desecrating the pear tree. <laughs> like, he wasn't, he was, like, ruining all of her dreams. And um, yeah. the thing that I thought was really sad was, like, she said, she knew now that marriage did not make love. Janie's first dream was dead, so she became a woman. And I was like, oh, <laughs> man, that's really sad. Yeah. But it's it's a little true. So... <laughs> So Janie is unhappy in this marriage working and just like Logan doesn't really offer any like intellectual conversations or anything like that. He kind (laughs) of is just like, well, why would you want to do that for everything? Yeah. Why do you want to talk about your feelings? He's like, he doesn't understand. And then so this guy named Jody is like walking by her house one day. And he, of course, thinks that Janie is beautiful because Janie is beautiful. It's mentioned so many times in the book. She has, like, long, beautiful hair and fair skin, and she looks great in overalls and pretty much anything. And so, but she wears- And her butt looks like cantaloupes. <laughs> yep. So great. <laughs> great imagery. Um, and so this guy named Jody Stark, he's, like, very well-dressed and, like, slick, and they flirt for a couple weeks, and he's like, I want to marry you and, like, put you up on a pedestal. Like, he literally says that. It's, like, foreshadowing. And, of course, Janie is kind of, like romanced and she feels really flattered and she's like this is what love is and so she runs off with him and they get married and they go to Eatonville which is like I said the all black town that's at the beginning it's just starting up there's barely anything but like a couple groups of people there just kind of living and so Jody who is the kind of person who like wants to get the wheels moving he like starts the town becomes the mayor and the postmaster he opens like a store and so he's like got it going on and he's got the beautiful wife and everybody is jealous of him and he's like really clings to that status and so and then um but then it like through that through those years that they're married you kind of see that jody's kind of a dick 
and he like like Haley said like he doesn't really care about Janie like blossoming or being herself he kind of has this uh image and place for her and he doesn't want her to like be out of that place he doesn't want her to challenge anything yeah exactly and so and he always is like making like digging comments like oh well, she doesn't know anything about that and it's yeah. like mm, it's really annoying and yeah. like the one part is like uh so Janie has like this beautiful long hair and he noticed that the other men in town are like mesmerized by it and this one guy like mm-hmm. tried to touch it when she was like turned around which is really creepy yeah, <laughs> I don't know why Jody didn't be like, hey, don't touch my wife's hair. He made Janie put it up and not let anybody else see it. And so, like, that's yep. the kind of person that he is. It, it's just, like, yep. he's not great. And at one point, like, he's... So they stay together, though, for, like, 20 years. And at the end, he's, like, getting old. And he feels sad about getting old. So he makes fun of Janie for looking old. <coughs> Excuse me. And, like, he's like, you're not a young girl anymore, blah, blah, blah. And she's, like, sick of it at this point. So she's like, well, neither are you. You've got a little pudgy belly and you're old. And you don't look great yeah. without... I don't know if she says anything about, like, looking great without his clothes on or whatever. But, like, um, oh, my gosh. They're, like, arguing in the store that they own. And one of their friends is like, great God from Zion. Y'all really play in the dozens tonight. And he's like really uncomfortable and he's like mm, but also yeah. <laughs> but also he's like I want to see how this plays out he's like oh you really went there okay and like the whole town since they all live kind of secluded together they all are up in each other's business like, oh yeah it's all of them town. are like gossiping about everything and so that like breaking point when Janie like snaps back at Jody and insults him in front of other people that kind of like their marriage like their marriage is kind of done at that point and Jody gets sick and he won't talk to Janie and like even on his deathbed he like refuses to see her but she like comes in and says like well I'm sorry that you're dying but you kind of were a jerk and I really didn't appreciate it and then he died and it was like really upsetting because that had been like the way that her life had gone that was her husband but also she was like free and so it wasn't great that he died, but also it was great that he died. <laughs> and Phoebe is like, don't look too happy uh, yeah. that he's gone. <laughs> like, like trying to like be a good friend and be like, hey, the people <laughs> around here aren't super nice about these type of things. That Janie was like, well, I don't want to grieve longer or pretend I'm grieving longer than I'm actually grieved. So she's like, yeah, I'm going to stop wearing black. It's fine. And then, so she's, like, taking care of the store, living in the big house by herself. All these guys are hitting on her because she's beautiful and single now, which is, like, creepy. And, um, then she meets Tea Cake. And his name, I don't know, I think it's because he's sweet, and that's why they call him Tea Cake. I think, I forget what his real name is. I think it's Virgible. Virgible Woods. yeah. Which is very interesting. Yeah. Would have been a way different story if they called him that all the time. Doesn't that sound like a kind of vegetable? Yes. Oh, my phone. It's fine. <laughs> Virgible. Virgible Woods. Virgil. Yeah. Interesting. And so she meets Tea Cake. And like we said, he, like, treats her differently than everybody else that she's ever known. Like, he, like, includes her in conversation. 
in like activities that are happening he takes her like fishing like it's like an equal like friendship partnership kind of thing and also it doesn't hurt that he's like beautiful um what was it like i was talking to caitlin about this actually because the quote that is used to describe him like what does it say it's like he is he is a glance from god he is the love thoughts of women (laughs) like and mm-hmm. it doesn't particularly, like, describe exactly what he looks like, but I'm sure that you and I both have different ideas of this handsome right. person. So it, like, leaves it open for this beautiful interpretation of the most handsome person you've ever seen. Yeah, <laughs> and it says um, he has long eyelashes mm-hmm. and big lips, and it says that he has wider shoulders and a narrower waist, which is, like, a big deal to a lot of people, mm-hmm. like, having, like, the V-shape. Yep. So, yeah. He's just, he's beautiful. And he's much younger than Janie. I don't remember exactly how much. I think he's 10 years. 10 younger. years. And so everybody was like, everybody is like disapproving of that. And they're like, eh. Of course. Of course. And so, but that doesn't really stop them from like hanging out, being in love. And there's just so many quotes that are adorable for them. And I like whenever I read quotes, just know I'm trying to do the dialect, but it also doesn't work and I don't want to be offensive. So, <laughs> yeah, I had that same thought. I was like, I, I was don't like, really want to read it. I think if I read, yeah, if I read a quote out loud, I'll just read it like yeah. as I would say yeah. it. So it's not exactly word for word, but he's like, Janie, I hope God may kill me if I'm lying. Nobody else on earth can hold a candle to you, baby. You got the keys to the kingdom. Like, he just says things mm-hmm. like that, like, all the time. And they're, like, true. He means them. They're not just, like, weird things he says because he's flirting. Like, he means them. He really, <laughs> like, loves her. And so they get yeah. married, and they both dress in blue and leave, and it's adorable. And Yeah, because doesn't he love her in blue? Yeah, like he's, he like, yeah, he likes love. her in blue. And so Janie's like, all right, cool, I'll wear it. It's beautiful. And, um... So, and then Phoebe kind of is worried about her because she's a good friend and she's like, well, what if he's just after you for your money? Because Jody Stark was very wealthy and left everything to Janie. And so she's got all this money in the bank and she owns this huge house. And so Janie gets a little bit nervous, not nervous enough to not marry him, but nervous enough to like bring along some extra money. Like just she pins it on the inside of her dress. So they like leave and go get married and they stay in this like hotel. And after, like, maybe, like, two days or something, Janie, like, wakes up, and he's not there, and the money is gone, and she, like, her heart Mm. sinks, and it's just so terrible reading it. And I think that she thought it was too good to be true, Mm -hmm. so I think that's part of the reason why she packed away the money. So then when she wakes up and he's not there, she's like, well, I was right. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, like, waiting for the worst kind of thing. And so she's worried because he's gone and the money's gone. He comes back like three days later, which is crazy that she stayed there for three days. Was it three days? I think so. It was like a couple days. And so he comes back and she's like, what happened? I think he's like, has like a black eye or something. He's like, well, I saw the money and I got really excited and I went and like bought dinner for me and a bunch of my friends and then I went gambling and then somebody got mad because they lost and they like punched me or something. Mm-hmm. And he's like, but I will go and win all your money back. 
so he costs more, pl- right? Yeah. And so he goes and like wins all the money back. And Janie's like kind of upset because he like keeps leaving without telling her, which is weird. Yeah, I didn't I didn't get that. Like I was like why not they always do stuff together, he always brings her along, but now suddenly that they're married. Yeah. And then I think weird. his the excuse that he says, he says like, Well, I didn't know if you would like approve of my friends because he's still he still also mm-hmm. thinks of Janie as this like high class woman. Because yeah. she like was the mayor's wife and she owned the store and all of these things. And so he's like, I didn't know if you would, like, approve, and I didn't, like, I was a little embarrassed. And she's like, no, like, we're going to do stuff together. Your friends are my friends. We're married. Mm. And so he's like, all right, cool, let's do it. So he wins back all of her money and a little bit more, and he says that he's never going to take, like, her money out of the bank. He's like, I'm going to earn money for us to live, so you don't have to worry about it. Like, you can keep that. So then they go and, like, go live in the muck, which is, like, the Everglades, And that's, like, the best time of, like, both of their lives. They have this little house. They have a bunch of friends. They work, like, side by side together. They have parties at night where everybody plays music. And they play, like, dice games and gamble. He teaches her how to shoot a Mm -hmm. gun. She gets better at shooting than he does. Mm -hmm. It's just, like, a really great time. And then there's... And again, like, adding to the... Sorry. No, no. Go, go, go. Adding to the codependency of their relationship but it's like a positive codependency mm-hmm. i heard somewhere like it's okay if you're codependent on someone as long as they're codependent back <laughs> so that's kind of that's how their relationship is and like obviously i can relate because marshall and i are always together mm-hmm. but like doing stuff together enjoying things together so when tea cake would be working he was like it was too long to be away from you like he would come home like in the middle of the day and be like i just missed you and it's uh, <laughs> and then it's he so cute. that's basically why she starts working with him yeah. is because they just miss each other during the day it's so good it's so good and there's like so many good quotes about like their relationship like i have them written down on things but we'll talk about them at the end but like they're just it's like even though there are problematic things about their relationship they're still kind of goals <laughs> Like, this time in the muck yeah. is their golden time. It's great. They're just living simply, and all that matters is that they... There's a quote about that, like, where they get to go home and just love each other, mm-hmm. and that's it. It's so good. And then there are some things that happen. Like, both of them are jealous. Like, Janie's not um, immune to it. There's this girl. Her name is, like, Nunky, which is the weirdest name. <laughs> yes. The people in the <laughs> muck have the weirdest names. And yes. so her name is Nunky, and she has her crush on Tea Cake because who wasn't, or who didn't, he's beautiful. <laughs> and so she, like, flirts with him and tries to, like, kind of steal him away from Janie, and Janie gets really upset, and Tea Cake's like, well, nothing's happening. I He kind of, it was a weak defense, but he, yeah. yeah. He was flirting back. Yeah, because, like, he was. He just was. And so Janie's upset, but Janie doesn't do anything super drastic other than, like, threaten Nunky, I think. Well, and she was, like, following him around the house trying to hit him. Yeah. So she was upset. Which is, like, relatable. She was <laughs> upset. So, and then um, Janie is friends with this lady. I think her name is um, Mrs. Turner. And yeah. And Mrs. Turner is super racist against black people, even though she's yeah, black. Yeah, I- <laughs> I meant to talk about her in the character list. Oh, um, no, it's okay. It described her as having hips that were always thrust forward, and she kind of had, like, a bowed back. She just seemed like a really skinny lady that was, like, always hunching. Yeah. I got that kind of impression. Yeah. And sh- 
she's really snobby, really racist, mm-hmm. internalized racism, and she talks a lot about having lighter skin and how it, like, somehow makes you better. Yeah, like, she's obsessed with that, and she, like, she is upset that Janie is married to Tea Cake because he's, like, dark, and she's like, well, mm-hmm. I think that you should meet my brother, even though you're already married. <laughs> I literally don't care. I think that you should get married to my brother. So she's always... Was it her brother? I thought it was... I thought it was her nephew or something. I thought it was her brother. I don't remember. Somebody in the Turner family who had lighter skin. So she was, like, trying to, like, be weird and, like, get more light skin babies. (laughs) Yeah, she's just really weird. Um, But she... And so then um, everybody hears about that, like, Miss Turner trying to set Janie up. And Tika gets really mad. Like... And I don't understand why he doesn't get mad at Miss Turner. Like, go talk to her. Or I just... But he gets mad. And so he, like, beats Janie. Just to let everyone know that he's married to her. Like, it's a kind of awful thing. And yeah, it's, it's like we Like we were saying, it's hard to read because we love them as a couple and their relationship. And, and we're also applying modern ideas of marriage to it mm-hmm. when it was acceptable back then for whatever reason yeah. to, for men to punish their wives like that. And it was just, so it's like a sad thing. And so, but Janie like takes it, which is really sad also because she loves him and she like kind of understands that he's jealous, but she doesn't understand why he doesn't believe that she would never do something like that. I think it just is too much for him. Like he's too jealous. So. Um, and then what? I think he's, he's insecure mm-hmm. about the fact that she is considered like higher than him because of her skin color mm-hmm. and her upbringing. Yeah. And Mrs. Turner just like plucked that nerve. You know? Yeah. Like, she just touched that nerve. Yeah. And so, and, um, so they have like, they do have some problems in their marriage. It's not all beautiful, but so that happens on the muck and, um, and then there's this thing that happens is there's like a huge storm. I think it's like a hurricane because it's hurricane season in the Everglades. And yes. so the muck, I'm assuming, is just like wet and muddy all the time. Mm-hmm. And so people start leaving and tea cake is like, no, it's going to be fine. And then more people leave, more people leave, more and more people leave. And then the weather starts to get really terrible. And there, it's like... Mm-hmm really creepy and dark and that's where the quote comes from that like names the book like it was so dark and all they could do was like look up Mm -hmm. to the sky and their eyes were watching god and it's so dramatic yeah it's like they're watching god's power and his wrath come down on them it was really intense so they have to like try and escape and like swim and run to beat all this water that's coming and um what was it your favorite character motorboat (laughs) <laughs> him him Janie and motorboat are like the last three people in the muck trying to escape and so they find this huge house and like stay there but then Janie and tea cake are really nervous and they're like we got to keep moving and motorboat's like i gotta sleep you go ahead bye and so <laughs> he stays there and they leave and uh they're really tired and tea cake is like falling asleep and Janie sees this tarp and she's like oh i'll go and like get that to cover him with because she's trying to take care of tea cake and i don't know mm. if she like falls into the water and she can't swim yeah i think it 
like the wind picked up on the it was like a piece of roof or something yeah and it picked up on it and she started to like sail away so then she threw it into the water and then she fell into the water so. which like i know is not funny but i was just like really you you thought a piece of roof would be a good yeah, idea really unfortunate <laughs> and so then she's screaming because tea cake for tea cake to come and help her and he's like there's a cow in the water for some reason and he's like grab hold of the cow and he'll like swim so she's doing that and then there's this like vicious dog who turns up out of nowhere start trying Mm -hmm. to like attack Janie and it's like going for the kill the dog is like going crazy and so tea cake is trying to fight this dog he ends up defeating it but it scratches him on the face and they kind of don't think anything of it like they get his face like fixed I think it bites him actually yeah he like it somehow it draws blood and it's not good so they kill the dog the cow saves Janie they're exhausted they find themselves in like another town and they're like in a hotel or like a boarding house and it's really sad because like they're rounding up black people to like bury the bodies because like they see people not they see black people not working they're like well you're unemployed come do this and so tk gets like roped into doing it and it's like it shows like racism like at its finest and most illogical like most illogical that part about the oh i know and that part about oh all the white people need to get their um need to be separated because they need pine caskets and all the black people don't get caskets yeah and he's like well why don't we just put everybody in here it's like no uh we don't have enough um pine caskets for all the black people but you don't even know how many you need for white people. So it just, it makes no sense. And TK, yeah. like, asks the questions that we all want to ask. And they're like, just be quiet and bury <laughs> these bodies. And it's so sad. Like, uh, how, imagine how traumatic. No, That's insane. I know. It's really sad. And it's something that I didn't remember when I uh, reread the book. I was like, oh, gosh, I forgot that this happened. <laughs> and so. Yeah, blocked it yeah, out. just. And so then finally he, like, escapes, and they, him and Janie, like, go back to the muck and, like, try and, like, rebuild. And then Tea Cake starts, like, showing signs of, like, being sick. Like, he can't mm-hmm. drink water, and he's having, like, these nightmares, mm-hmm. and he, feel like, he feels like he's choking. And mm-hmm. um, it's, like, of course, when you're reading it now, you're like, wait, he has rabies. Like, he can't drink yeah. water. And it's really sad. And that's, like, three weeks after the dog had bit him. And so when Janie goes to the doctor, the doctor's like, he should have had this immediately. I'm going to try and get this medicine for you, but it might not work because it's been so long. Yeah. And so Janie's like hoping the medicine will come and tea cake starts like getting worse. And like, I don't know if he's like hallucinating or like having horrible nightmares. And then his jealousy starts to get the best of him thinking that Janie's going to like leave him and that she doesn't love him anymore. Like all of his insecurities are just like, pulled out to the surface because he's sick and he ends up trying to shoot Janie in this like jealous rage and Janie has her gun and she has to shoot him to stop from dying and it's so sad like she's mm-hmm. like there in her lap and he's dead and she's crying and she's ah uh, it's so upsetting because you know how much yeah. they both loved each other yeah and it was just the sickness that made him be that way like yeah. he wouldn't ever kill her it's so sad and that's like how they found her and it was really dramatic because like she got put in jail and they had the trial like that same day because everybody was like what's happened i need to know what's happened and so it's really traumatic for her to have to like 
kill her husband and be put on trial the same day. And yeah. all of Tea Cake's friends and the guys on the muck are like really mean and jerks about it. Like they don't believe mm-hmm. Janie. They think that it's like, oh, well, they're just going to believe these white guys are going to believe that a black man died for no reason and they're totally fine with it. Oh, yeah. And, and there's a quote about like, nobody has it easier than white men and Negro ladies or yeah. whatever it said. And it's like, no. I feel really uncomfortable about saying Negro, but that's what it said in the book. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> It's okay. Asterisk, we're putting, this is all things in the book. Like, we are saying yes. things in the book. We are not making anything up. But, um, and so she gets, like, released, and it's really, like, draining for her because she's had to explain, like, their life. She's, like, she was really trying to make sure that people understood her and Tea Cake's love. Like, that was her goal yeah. during the trial. Like, that, those were her thoughts, which I thought was important. Like, she was trying to set it up in a way... Mm-hmm that these people could understand their lives. Yeah, she didn't just, like, say, well, he was trying to kill me, so I had to kill him. Like, you could tell that she thought it was important to preserve that memory of them together. Yeah, which is, like, it's just so good. And so she gets released. She's not put in jail because they're like, yep, that's self-defense. And so she has this really grand funeral, and she still invites all of TK's friends, even though they were jerks. And they feel bad about it, and they're like, sorry, Janie. And um, she gets, like, a limo for all of them and has, like, a really grand funeral for him. And then she stays for, like, probably, like, a week or two weeks just to, like, let his friends know that she's okay. And then she leaves the muck, and she goes back to Eatonville. And that's where we... That's where she meets Janie, or that's where she meets Phoebe, and, like, the story comes, like, full circle. And, Mm -hmm. like, the very end, like, uh, what is it? Because she mentions that she's, like, been to the horizon and back. And when I was reading that, I was like, that means that she's, like, found the love of her life in tea cake. That's her horizon that she had Mm -hmm. always been searching for is, like, this deep, true love. So she's been to the horizon Mm -hmm. and back. And she learned all these things about life. And at the very end, like, it says, like, she pulled her horizon around her. And it, like kept her warm like it was just like a good Mm -hmm. beautiful memory that she's just gonna keep of tea cake and so Mm -hmm. and that's and that's the end that's the end of the story (laughs) (sighs) yeah so it is so good and the horizon imagery sandwiches the story because in the beginning it has that really awesome quote um ships at a distance have every man's wish on board For some, they come in with the tide. For others, they sail out forever on the same horizon, never out of sight, never landing, until the watcher turns his eyes away in resignation, his dreams mocked to death by time. That is the life of men. Now women forget all those things they don't want to remember and remember everything they don't want to forget. The dream is the truth. Then they act and do things accordingly. So good. It's the, uh, she did, like, she took such care with writing this novel, and I love it go Zora yeah it's real good and then for our ships I mean obviously (laughs) (laughs) obviously we ship Janie and tea cake (laughs) like yes there are some problematic things that if the book was written today or if there was a movie like modern retelling today they might not be included or it might be dealt with in a different way he definitely wouldn't beat her yeah. if it was a modern love story yeah. because that would turn the audience against Yeah, them. like it would be like unrecoverable. Like he couldn't. Yeah. Like we would hate him. 
And so, um, but like, there's just so many beautiful quotes about it, about like love. Like, what was it? Um, uh, page 122. I don't know why I'm saying page numbers. It's just for me, but, um, <laughs> cause the, all everybody has different copies of the book. Yeah. But it says, uh, Janie looked down on him and felt a self crushing love. So her soul crawled oh, yeah. out from its hiding place. Like, I love gosh, that. it's, oh, it's so beautiful. <laughs> really sweet and then um there's another part where it's like she adored and hated him at the same time and I was like that's like (laughs) real life (laughs) yeah it's like yeah that's marriage yeah it's pretty much it's so good it's that kind of like I love you so much it hurts Mm -hmm. like that's how their relationship is like the the thought he didn't want to get close to her in the beginning because he was afraid of losing her like that's how intensely they felt about each other yeah so good and so like the the problematic things it was like the stolen money was a weird like the beginning of the marriage was a little weird and rocky and i didn't yeah. understand like why he was doing those things yeah nice honeymoon tea cake it'd be nice if you invite me <laughs> i think it's like he didn't really i think he was a little nervous and he didn't really know what to do so he's like i'm just gonna not deal with it and go gamble i guess he's a good gambler so that was just weird. And then, like, the jealousy was something that, like, it just was dealt with in a way that us in 2018 were uncomfortable with. Or 2019. 2000. Oh, my gosh. It's 2019. <laughs> <sighs> we're so close to, uh, oh, we're close to everything. Whatever. I was going to say death, but that's really depressing, so I'm not oh going to. <laughs> Do you know something I don't Sweet know? Sweet <laughs> release of death. There was like a... Um, oh my God. Do you know who Neil Brennan is? No. He's a comedian, but he's also like really harsh. I'll send you mm. the thing on Instagram. Uh, but he said okay. that he said that at the end of his bit, like the sweet release of death, and I just couldn't. I couldn't get over it. Okay. <laughs> so, like, we ship Janie and Tea Cake. We just do. They're great. And pretty much everyone else, like... Janie and Logan, hard pass. He, they just were not meant for each other. So. No, but he's not a bad person. No. The more I think about him, he showed his love for her by just doing the practical things, yeah. like splitting the logs and filling the buckets. Mm-hmm. Like, he was taking care of her, mm-hmm. but that wasn't enough for her. That's not what she wanted. Yeah, like, he thought, he's like, well, that's what marriage is, is you're taking care of this person's needs, like, yeah, in the physical, like, well, not the physical, but, like, uh, I don't know what you call that. Doing acts of service for one another, basically. Yeah, yeah. Like, making sure that she had enough to eat and making sure that they had enough money to, like, keep everything going in the house. Yeah. Yeah. And that means a lot to some people. Mm -hmm. That's enough for some people. Yeah. But it's not what she needed. Yeah. And then Janie and Jody, I would say that it's a hard pass. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) yeah. He's a jerk. Because he's a jerk and he just didn't treat her the way that people should be treated he didn't get it a trophy wife yeah he didn't get it and so and it's so sad because she spent 20 years married to him when she could have been she really wanted (sighs) yeah she wanted to make it work yeah you could tell that she wanted him to understand her but he just he didn't have an interest in that so and i'm just like it would have been so much better if she would have met tea cake and then they could have been together because if they would (sighs) have If they would have met earlier, then he would have been too young and it would be even weirder. Yeah, I guess. 
<laughs> so sad. But, um, and then, like, lastly, I was like, what other couples? JD and herself. I feel like she becomes, like, a really, like, through the book, she's a really confident and self-sufficient person. And it's a really, Mm -hmm. like, it's what you want to be. You want to be comfortable enough in your own skin to not care about what these gossipy town people are saying. Yeah. And so she's just, like, a role model. She's really great. She likes to have fun. Mm -hmm. She likes to be in love mm-hmm. like she she looks for the best parts of life like that quote was saying women mm-hmm. remember the best parts and forget the worst parts mm-hmm. exactly and it's like uh sometimes like that's what she had to do because not everything in her life was perfect or nice so she kind of no. just like had to no. focus on the good things so she's pretty great with her i don't think there's any other couples that i can remember uh, um, there's Phoebe and her husband, yeah, but they like never talked Phoebe about. Phoebe and Sam holding it down in Eatonville. I really don't know <laughs> anything about them. Only that Phoebe like is always concerned with making sure that Sam has uh, food to eat. So that's love. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Yes. But um, but yeah, I think that's uh, that's about it. Also, I do want to watch the movie adaptation. Uh, it's got Halle Berry and that guy with the eyes, mm. uh, Michael Ely. That guy with the eyes. And I just want to see it just because. I have not heard of him. Um, but yeah. And so I, this is one of the books where I hope you read it. I know that you've already, you, we've talked about it. You know what happens, but I hope you read it because you'll find like your own little golden nuggets of beautifulness. Yes, I highlighted I highlighted so many quotes. And of course, I don't have the Kindle in front of me, but there's so much imagery of like buds and blossoms and flowers and then you have the ships and the sea imagery and then there's the scene with the hurricane. I didn't even know that a hurricane was happening for like a whole page because it was like talking about this beast being awakened and I was like, "Wait, what's going on?" And then I figured it out. <laughs> so she's She's a great writer. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm glad that you chose this book. All right. I'll talk to you later, my friend. Okay. Bye. Bye. Okay, listeners, thank you so much for tuning in your ears to our theories about literature. Uh, please follow us on Instagram at Lit and Love Pod, Facebook at Lit and Love Podcast. And if you have any business inquiries or if you just want to send us a picture of your dog, you can do that at Lit and Love Pod at gmail.com. Rate us, review us on iTunes. That's a really great way for us to get noticed. And fill out our survey. It'll take you a minute. The link for that is in the show notes and on our Instagram and on our Facebook and all those other places. (sighs) That's about it. Enough self-promo. I hope you have a lovely day, week, night, morning, afternoon.